Hello, everybody. This is Isaiah. This is Dan. And nobody else for this, the final Nobody. Week, <laughs> for the final week of March here for the procrastination. Um, WonderCon was this past weekend. And you went. Yeah, it was a... And I did not. Yeah, it was It was, It was. was a lot of fun. I got to see some stuff. We got to see like the trailers for the new... Uh, the new um, Lego DC movie that's coming out. Like the, it's a direct to video. I think WonderCon is the only convention all about wonder. Yeah, it's actually it's a, it's a lot of fun. My only problem is and and like like when it compared to like you know Kamikaze or even Comic Con, there's like not a lot of people there. Like famous people, mm-hmm. exciting. Like they they have a good. There's there's like a little chunk of Power Ranger people. Uh, there's there's like a good size of. Um, of like you know like Lou Ferrigno was there and like some people from the original Land of the Lost some voice actors right yeah exactly but then I see but then I look at like you know here's who's coming to Comic Con uh, Wichita and it's like the tenth Doctor David T- I'm like what the damn fuck? like I was Wichita although, got the tenth Doctor <laughs> although although what is it the one in Madison Wisconsin I felt kind of bad for because like uh, I was looking at their list and like it, it was like they're gonna have the cast of Jessica Jones we're gonna have just uh, Kristen Ritter. Um, the guy who played Luke Cage, they're gonna have uh, David Tennant, Matt Smith of the Eleventh Doctor is gonna be there, mm-hmm. and that's like slowly but surely I'm watching, and it's like uh, Kristen Ritter had to pull out, David Tennant had to pull out, Matt Smith had to pull out. I'm like, Aw. well, they don't want to get pregnant. <laughs> Wah. Um, um, was that the same? Was uh, WonderCon the con where they start talking about the new DC Rebirth stuff? Because I got a bunch of info about that. I think it was from there. Yeah, they were they were discussing it there. Yeah, um, I've, I've got like almost over two pages of comic <laughs> stuff because of that. <laughs> yeah, it was it was it was a lot of fun. They got a lot of um, the comic book people and everything there. And uh, what was it? A bunch of st- I like I, I got to see like Ninja Turtle people. Like uh, oh, I got to play some of those new Nintendo games. Um, freaking. Star Fox Zero is fun as hell. Ah, it looks so good. It feels so much like Star Fox 64. Like, the first level is straight up. That's all I want. You know, some some games you want to break the mold, and some games you just like, give me more. You want to give me, like, one of the... Yeah. <laughs> give me more of the stuff that I like. Yeah. Uh, and then, even then, there's that there's that one uh, Star Fox base, like that one with Slippy and Grippy. Mm-hmm. That was fun. That was a lot of fun. And it's, it comes with Star Fox Zero if you buy yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, such a fun uh, group experience too. Like I can yeah, just watching and trying to help the person. Like yeah. number eight, number eight, because you get like you get like twelve cameras that you control, and each camera mm-hmm. is like watching for like robots that are trying to get into this corner. Robots. Yeah, so you just go like eleven, number eleven, and like you know you switch to that. Yeah. Ah, and then like the, the hard part is like you don't know which one is eleven because it does. It's not like one, two, three, like at the top, and then like four, five, six. There's all over the place uh-huh. unless you take the time to actually do that. Because, like, before you even start the game, you can move your cameras wherever you want oh, them okay. to go. Yeah. Um, well, you got to make them like a clock. That way you can say, like, under six. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then you can and then you can do it that way. Um, yeah, and, and just so much good stuff. I got to meet, like, the voice actress for Ahsoka. Because she was there. Because apparently she made her own clothing line for women. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called Her Universe. Um, she, like, they're, like, right now they sell them at Kohl's. For like they're all, um, it's women's athletic gear. I mean, like it's in the style of uh, Iron Man, Captain America, Black Widow. Oh, and then nice. uh, and then pretty soon they're gonna release a, a full clothing line, not just athletic apparel, uh, of different superheroes and stuff like that. So it's like cool. I always like those. I keep seeing people that are dressed uh, 
at fighting tournaments they're wearing this ken this ken jacket yeah where it's just like ken it's like the colors of his 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 gi and then his hair and stuff <laughs> yeah at the capcom booth i wanted to buy they they sold these uh giant ryu hands for like 25 bucks but they <laughs> yeah. just stayed his fists and i'm like but i can't do a hadouken in fists his hands open up for it and uh, be a really crazy hadouken it just like a, it just comes out fist shaped and, just... and then i even went to the i even went to the thing and i was like oh i was like oh i don't know if i want the ryu hands or the five piece mini Mega Man helmets and she's like well we're sold out of the Ryu hands so I just made your decision for you <laughs> nice and that was a lot of fun um, another thing I was about to mention I, I found that article I was telling you about before we, we went in mm-hmm. um, what if Doctor Who was American uh, uh, BuzzFeed did an article about who their choices would be for the 12 Doctors well they actually did 13 they did the War Doctor as well um, first Doctor would have been Burgess Meredith Mm-hmm. Who you might know is the the penguin from the old sixty series and ah okay and Rocky's um, manager in the the first three Rocky movies. Okay, now I can see it. Yeah, second Doctor would be Dick Van Dyke. Nice. Uh, third Doctor would be Vincent Price. Huh. Yeah. And and this is also like putting them in the same era as when that Doctor actually was. Okay. So yeah. Right? So they were the right age during that. Yeah. Exactly. Too. Vincent Price would have been the Doctor from seventy to seventy four. The fourth Doctor was Gene Wilder. Uh, That's- that's still the best one. That's the one you told me. I was like, oh, God. The fifth Doctor is Kyle McLaughlin, who you might know as um, the, the main detective from Twin Peaks. Uh, he was also on How I Met Your Mother. He was the captain. Oh, okay, nice. Um, okay. Uh, sixth Doctor would be Christopher Walken. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I can't imagine that. <laughs> seventh Doctor would be Tony Shalhoub. Okay, that's that's great. Eight, eighth Doctor would be Jeff. I, wanna, I just want to see him now as a Doctor, as like a parody or something. Yeah. Eighth Doctor with uh, Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> wow. And that's just for that movie. Like, that would have been yeah. for McGann. Ninth Doctor would be Nicolas Cage for a year. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the Tenth Doctor would be Sam Rockwell. Isn't it? So that would, that would just be uh, Nicolas Cage's character from Ghost Rider, right? <laughs> it, would just, it would just be that character. Pretty much, yeah. Uh, tenth Doctor would be Sam Rockwell. Who, who is that? Uh, Justin Hammer from Iron Man 2. Uh, oh, he was also in movies like Galaxy Quest and yeah, as, uh, a, as a tenth Doctor, I guess I could see it. Eleventh uh, Doctor would be uh, Donald Glover, <laughs> nice. And uh, the twelfth Doctor would be Brian Cranston. Yeah. And and finally for the War Doctor, Harrison Ford. Nice, that'd be great <laughs> for just that one special. It'd be cool. Um, but yeah, that was on BuzzFeed, and I, I thought that was really that was really an interesting article. Um, I kind of want to see, uh, oh God, what is his name? Um, you know, uh, Captain Kirk. I kind of want to see him as a doctor. Just oh, for, William Shatner? Yeah, just for like a movie. <laughs> yeah, if not Harrison Ford for the War Doctor, William Shatner for the War Now, actually, I think I think Shatner would probably be a good uh, seventh. Like, yeah. Uh, like uh, uh, Sylvester McCoy. Like, he'd, he'd be a good replacement of that. I think that was Walken that they put in there for that one. Yeah, yeah that's true. They're pretty interchangeable in that kind of role. Yeah. Like that kind of role where you're thinking a little seriously, but not really. Yeah, exactly. Um. Oh, I should probably talk about the uh, Kickstarter news. Oh yeah, yeah. I've got like three this this week. <laughs> um. Uh, do you remember Brett Domino, the uh, the guy that made that song? I like it when you do that. Or oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that whole like he, he uh, shows you how to make a hit song. Yeah. Yeah, he's had a, he has a, he has a Kickstarter currently. 
um, just for his first actual album. Nice. He's had albums before, but they've all been cover songs. Yeah. He wants to make an actual album like uh, with, with all original music. I hope that I like it when you do that's going to be on it. If it's on there, I will totally buy that album. I think it will be on there because I think the, the album was supposed to be called Songs from the Internet or something like that. Oh, okay. Cause, so. Yeah, if you if you haven't checked it out, like look, look him up because um, that song, it's like basically a Jason Derulo song. Like it's in the style of... And like he's like, oh, you gotta have that weird instrument in there, like yeah, like it, how it just goes like, so he's like, oh, you know how like how like Jason Derulo just pulls out a saxophone out of nowhere and puts a weird little beat to it that's kind of catchy. He's like, so he does, he pulls out a bassoon and like <laughs> plays his little part to it, and it works so well. Yeah, because in the end he just puts all this stuff together, and he's just like, wow. Yeah, because he was like, oh, let's see here, I need to find a girl that's sexy, and just write words that explain how sexy she is and he's like oh, i looked into google and typed in a uh, sexy, sexy woman sexy woman yeah and jennifer lawrence seems to pop up a lot so he just sang a song about her and like a lot of the references you'll hear are like freaking um like the hunger games and x-man and like he says like you've got a mystique about you like, yeah it's real sexy when you when you use that bow <laughs> like, yeah it's just like yeah what was his name again just so we uh brett domino yeah so look him up he's on youtube really funny uh, two t's um, yeah <laughs> Um. Oh, also, there was an Indiegogo campaign asking for one hundred million dollars to, to make a movie called Fast Nine, <laughs> The Fast and the Fewer. <laughs> Nine is you know oh. N E I N. <laughs> it's about the the Fast and the Furious crew going back in time to kill Hitler. <laughs> or no, I think they'll race Hitler. I didn't even kill Hitler. And it's it's amazing because at the very the very if you just scroll down you eventually find a spot where it says like I'm not actually affiliated with with anybody at Universal, <laughs> and also don't don't uh, don't actually give me money for this, <laughs> but because he wrote he has the entire script there you can read the entire script for the whole movie it just says just read the script, and it's so good, like the like the summary for it says. Um, We'll get cameos from the Expendables, Donald Trump, the Terminator, Doc Brown, and Hitler's micro penis. <laughs> and it says, "Oh, and Vin Diesel stops 9/11. Fun today." <laughs> I've got one more stop to make. But it's like a, it's like a fully uh, completed script. So <laughs> if, if you ever watch it, that out, that's that's a thing. Um, I love I love how the idea that like he didn't even like po- like yeah you, know, you could have posted it anywhere. You could have gone to any website. And yeah. like the, but you go to like the actual crowdfunding site and go, don't give me money, but here it is. <laughs> yeah, here you go. It's 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 been doing the rounds. I guess it worked. Yeah. Um, also on Indiegogo, uh, they're trying to fund this thing. I don't really know what to call it. But it's basically a samurai, like a, like a hoodie designed to look like samurai armor. Nice. And it looks really nice. It has like that kind of layered design that you put from like a real armor. Mm-hmm. And um, it comes in like the, the the kind of colors you would put to see. There's the black. There's like the red, and um, and it's pretty it's pretty freaking detailed. <laughs> well, I, I would I would personally want either uh, it either in silver or purple. I think so there's I, can, a, I think there's a silver. I don't think so it's like, a purple. So I can go the shredder route. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there's a silver, and it's it's so detailed that it has like uh, it has like the gloves that come out, and they look like the kind of you know the kind of metal like, like they still look like they they're thick, you know. Yeah, and then they have the uh, the, the hoodie, obviously, and then they have actually like a mask you can pull up too. Nice. And um, and it's it's they're extra thick, so they're really good for like when it's really uh, cold. Oh. And they also say that um, people in Japan have been using them for like 
uh, airsoft gun fights or like oh yeah because like they're, 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 they're thick, so, thick so. That they can take it you know yeah i'd personally if, if i was gonna do it for paintball i'd buy the white one then then just have the uh just like have all all the shots on me be like like little yeah really really obvious yeah yeah um that's that's really cool you can check that out uh that they're pretty expensive to actually purchase but yeah. i mean they, they seem kind of worth it if you just want to get one <laughs> yeah it's like it's like that necromancer jacket that that thing oh they did like spells ago. and stuff yeah exactly i mean it's like of course it's gonna be expensive but you're, you're buying it because of how it looks and how cool it is like yeah yeah it's that kind of thing where like it's that cool do you want to save up money for that yeah exactly um oh um the most interesting man in the world. You seen his new commercial? Oh yeah, they're they're ending the 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 ad campaign, so they're sending him off on a one way trip to Mars. It's so poochy. <laughs> <laughs> he just has to go to another planet forever. Yeah, he they, has to go. His planet needs him. They had to say it like four times in the commercial. It's like it's a one way trip, everybody. I always, I like too how um, that one guy just like takes the golf club away from him and and. Uh, Gives him a painting of Earth. I'm like, oh, he's gonna be able to see it where he's going. <laughs> like, I would have rather had the golf club and just like right. knock rocks. Like, yeah, right that's a that's like an endless entertainment thing. Yeah. Uh, um, I don't know. I just see all these all these news reports about that. <laughs> how when we, everybody's uh, thinking they're gonna lose stock and stuff because that's like the main thing of their their whole. That's why everybody bought the brand. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. Like, like, yeah, like like Dos Equis, I didn't hear much about. Like as a brand in, until in general, that, until these commercials came mm-hmm. out, and but <clears throat> at the same time, I kind of feel like you know they've run their course. We can go to a new slow. But at the same time, the their their plan to to go to a new thing mm-hmm. was they want to target millennials. Like the second everybody says they're gonna target millennials, I think, well, you're gonna fail because yeah. you don't know what millennials are or what they they want. Yeah, it's like it's like you got a bunch of of fifty year olds thinking they know what's best for twenty five year olds, and yeah. it's like you you don't really because yeah. the, the best you could do is throw a bunch of stuff at a wall and hope you get lucky. Yeah, it was like, uh, did you ever see that? Did you see that? Um, there was a speech that Adam Conover from Adam Ruins Everything did, mm-hmm. where he basically says like, "There's no such thing as generations." Like like millennials that it's like every single time a new like to, every twenty five years basically every time something gets invented that you are thirty five years old or over you're you're either not gonna enjoy it or you're gonna try to learn to adapt to it and it happens all the time it's like this is from uh, a Greek in like the early six hundreds B C mm-hmm. and he's like saying how like. Uh, um, this group of young people don't understand what it's like to be like, like basically something that somebody today would say about younger people. And it's like, yeah. and like everybody says, Oh, we're going to target this group. And it's like, Oh, well that group, are you really like, yeah. like, you're just, we think we know what's young and hip. Do you <laughs> like, but, and even if you, if you, if you're right, are you sure it's still going to be young and hip by the time you get around to, to trying to, you know? Yeah, exactly. Because that that was the hardest part when it came to memes. Like the idea, like everyone's like, oh, we're going to make memes mm. into like whatever, like that whole uh, quesalupa thing. Like the commercial, the first commercial yeah. was like, this is going to be bigger than this. Like you know, bigger like, than the internet. Like that was cool. Yeah. Like like that commercial was cool. But then it's like, let's just focus on the internet part. And it's nah. like, no, that part that part was stupid. <laughs> so you got to do what what uh, um, Nintendo does. Mm-hmm. They don't try to make memes, but then once a meme's like 
comes out they help yeah they're like oh well here's a bunch of like the pictures from that part you can just make your own yeah and one's like cool that's what we were doing anyway and that's way easier yeah it's like or it's like a, here's here's the or like we're doing a meme about this character oh, okay well here's like a 360 <laughs> yeah, like your a, original a, render a group of, of images of that character in like every possible angle so you can whatever and it's like ah oh, thanks like yeah, cool all right <laughs> Like, it's not like, hey, here's K.K. Ryder wearing a funny hat. Doesn't that make you want to do something? Yeah, like, just, just put out a picture of him with a funny hat and, like, a, some text on above and below that's not yeah. even funny. Yeah, exactly. And it's like people are, it's like the super memes that your aunt makes where it makes no sense, but then there's a picture of a minion there for it, too. And it's like, I'm of not me until I get my coffee. <laughs> like. <sighs> I just want to move on now. <laughs> I'm getting sad. <laughs> um, uh, Liquid Plaza had some shorts. Uh, I want to say fairly recently. Oh, okay. And it was it's pretty cool. I've been catching up. I finally saw the original pilot. I never even saw the original the whole thing, the whole pilot before. Uh-huh. I love. I just love the fact that the the guy that that owns like the store that they work at because mm-hmm. the, the whole point of of uh, Liquid Plaza Turbo. It's basically that. That little supermarket that you run into when you're uh, doing like a beat 'em up. Yeah. It's like that place uh, in uh, uh, River City Ransom where you just go in there to get food, but then when you eat the food, you get stat boosts. Yeah. That's like the whole point of it. Um, like the, the main character's mom is it, uh, works at a dojo where you, you learn special moves. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> like you go there and you pay your money and then you learn like a new special move. Um, oh, but the guy that owns the, the uh, supermarket that they work at, his name is Mr. Gar. And he has no shirt, but he has a tie. He's he's literally Hagar. Nice. He's one hundred percent. He literally just does Hagar's uh, <laughs> uh, grab special at the end of the first episode. Nice. And it's uh, it's amazing. <laughs> For a split second, I thought you were talking about like a, a mall we went to or something like that. Oh, Lakewood Plaza had some Lakewood. shorts. They were on sale for like nineteen ninety nine. I had to pick up like, some a couple. good shorts. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's the, it's the cartoon Lakewood Plaza Turbo. Yeah. Um. Yeah, the main characters are pretty much. Uh, I'm not sure who one of them is supposed to be, but it's 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 a little it's a little Chibi Ryu. Yeah, it's a Piccolo, and their manager is is Hagar. Mm-hmm. And then there's a girl who is supposed to be somebody that can. I, it's like that thing where you can almost tell who she's supposed to be. Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, it's always fun. Um. So hopefully that gets an actual series at some point because they got the game now and they got the shorts. Yeah. Uh, uh, what else? Um, I heard a theory recently. Kind of, uh, kind of got me thinking. Do you think Disney Animation Studio is the new Pixar? Yes, just uh, just for the simple fact of John Lasseter. John Lasseter, who directed some of the best Pixar movies, mm-hmm. now works at Disney. Like uh, movies, movies. See, I was wondering if they've been if they've been poaching people. Movies like Wreck It Ralph, mm-hmm. like totally Pixar movie. Right? Seems just straight like a Pixar movie, but it's a Disney movie. It's that and thing where it's that thing where they just say, "What if this thing was alive?" <laughs> yeah, and John and John Lasseter is the one that directed it, and it's like you know, like for like some of the, like you can always tell when it's going to be a good Pixar movie or or a bad Pixar movie just because of like who's directing it almost. Mm-hmm. And John Lasseter tends to direct all the good ones. Him and Brad Bird, those two are the are the names that I usually hear when I hear like a good Pixar film, and it's like. Like, I feel weird because it was like, yeah, Disney was starting to make a lot more um, 
Sounds weird saying it. A lot more better movies. More, more better. Yeah, more better. Yeah, they're more better. Um, and they're then more like, better. Pixar are less better. Because that good, the good dinosaur seems to come and came and went. Yeah, you know, I liked it, but it, it it's one of the most, it's one of the poorest uh, ones they've, they've released. Yeah, it, it's just kind of like it's just kind of like, hey, here it is, came by. <laughs> it was uh, like, yeah, I was looking at the last five movies that that both both studios made. Yeah, and yeah, the. Disney Animation Studios, more, more, more awards, more money, uh, pretty much just like they just beat them out in every single way. Yeah, and and I think better that, reviews. And I think that's what it is that is that Pixar is is that Disney is essentially like just acquiring all the Pixar stuff and bringing it over to them. Because I mean, it was like, um, like that Moa Noah, that one Hawaiian movie that's coming out soon. Yeah. that looks totally like a Pixar film, but it's a Disney film. I know, right? It's like, like um, it's just odd. Yeah, and then like I mean, Finding Dory looks like it's gonna be fun. Well, it's because I kind of feel like like they almost just want to use Pixar to make money now, so they're like, well, we don't need to have the best people if we're just gonna be making sequels. Yeah, and we can make more money off Pixar just by making the sequels. Like actually, all the best, all the the, the best um, money wise uh, Pixar films have been the sequels. Yeah, because you got Finding Dory, Incredibles two is coming soon, mm-hmm. and then Cars three. Which yeah, and, and we Car- already had Cars two and uh, Monsters University. Oh yeah, and then we're having a Toy Story four. Mm-hmm. Um, even though that's gonna, it's supposed to be like a completely new series. Like the the, the trilogy is ended. Yeah. So like they're now just gonna like, but it's still gonna be about toys coming to life and everything. I mean, just oh. look at the last five. Like the last five Disney animation studio movies were Tangled, Wreck It Ralph, Frozen, Big Hero six, and Zootopia. Yeah. Then you got Pixar's last five, which were Cars 2, Brave, Monsters University. You got Inside Out, which was like the big one, mm. and then The Good Dinosaur. Well, then Brave, too. Brave was Brave was really big for a while. Brave didn't do that well, though. It didn't? When you look at it, mm-hmm. it's... I mean, it was fine. It was like 50 million. Yeah. But like, that's like average for these movies. Yeah. Um, yeah, Inside Out was, was, was a lot of fun. And, and like I said, that one, I believe, was directed by Brad Bird. Um... I always love to when they say like everyone you whenever they bad mouth inside out it's like well why is there only one good emotion like what makes the other ones bad like <laughs> yeah like what makes fear bad it's not it's not bad to be afraid of something like, yeah that's a that's a that's to help you <laughs> it's a survival instinct yeah yeah but actually uh, I think Brave might have made less money than Cars two actually <laughs> well Cars two like I said Cars two is that's a, a ca- sequel is, is, yeah. is legitimately a cash grab and it's one of the and it is the lowest rated. Um, Pixar movie on Rotten Tomatoes mm. uh, is Cars 2. I think it, I think it like averages like a 57, I think. I and still think Cars 1 is worse. I don't know why. <laughs> Something about that movie just roasts me the wrong way. Well, to me, like I always said, Cars 1 was just a... Uh, was almost like a Pixar version of the movie Doc Hollywood. Yes. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's the it exact same plot. Hot shot guy destroys something in a small town, has to fix it. Uh, realizes that he loves the small town. Yeah, state, learns, decides to l- learns the hometown values and yeah, exactly. And and that's pretty much what Cars was. And um, and yeah, and it was just, it, it's just that kind of thing. Um, Cars. I I never got to see Cars. I like, but I'm like one of the things that always made me think when people are like, oh, well, Cars kind of sucked. I'm like, well, Cars did one thing right. It made me care about. Larry the Cable Guy, and I never thought I'd ever say that. <laughs> like, well, it is probably his best role. Yeah, like I mean, but like I mean, like I actually gave a crap about this guy, right? and and Mater is like pretty much just Larry the Cable Guy. Like it's not like it's not like he's something new or different. He's just Larry the Cable Guy if he were a tow truck. Like, 
and if, and if he had to be a car, it would be a tow truck. Yeah. Or a, or, or, or a pickup or, truck. Or a pickup truck, yeah. Like a truck of some kind. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I'm, I'm wondering, like, uh, I'm, I'm hoping Incredibles 2 is going to be really good. Yeah, yeah that's, but, that's the one I'm holding out hope for. But again, it's a sequel. Like, yeah. I don't know. Maybe the threes are where they hit their stride. I mean, that's, that's how it worked with Toy Story, right? It's gonna be, it's gonna all, be like Cars Three is gonna be amazing. <laughs> it's gonna be the best movie ever made. All those, uh, all those uh, graffiti of Toy Story Two was okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like it was fine. It wasn't bad. Yeah, uh, but I always love that. And then, then of course, you know, there's like that's the thing too is that like I never really feel emotionally attached to Pixar movies lately. Yeah, right. Like I mean, like like. If if you did not cry during the when she loved me moment in Toy Story two, uh, you do not have a soul. Like I'm just throwing that out there. Yeah, right now. And, that, and that was a Toy Story two. Like, we just said that was the okay one, but that one still made you feel things. <laughs> yeah, that one, that one made that one made you cry. If you didn't cry, not human. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you have that weird blink that the toys. That's <laughs> <laughs> them turning up to cry. You just do the one eye. Yeah. I got to work out a series of blinks. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't going to bring up the fighting game tournaments again. I feel like I talk about it every week lately, but it's Street Fighter 5 is out. You know, yeah, you know how so that like goes. there's going to be tournaments. But uh, this this last week, I just one thing I loved about it, this was uh, NorCal Regionals mm-hmm. over here in California. And... They had a thing there called the death bracket. And I think it was so cool. <laughs> it was kind of effed up, but I loved it. The, the whole point of it was uh, if, if you didn't pre-register, mm-hmm. everybody that didn't pre-register, all the late entrants, get put into one bracket. So, like, you know, you're screwed. <laughs> and I think that la- that one bracket was, I think, 124 people. So it was pretty much a tournament uh, all, all on its own. And... So many of the foreign players were in there because they, they didn't bother to pre-register. Mm-hmm. It's probably hard to pre-register. You don't even speak the language. You got to like figure it out ahead of time. You know, and I think some of them didn't plan to, to come, but it's, it ended up being like a week after the last big tournament. So they were already here. So they're like, I'll just go to this one too. Yeah. And so that, that was like this, that was like the toughest, that was tougher than top eight. <laughs> just going through that bracket because all the best players were there. Mm-hmm. It was um, ridiculous, but I loved it because it's that thing. It's like it's so much. It's so it's so hard to add people into a bracket that late. Yeah, like I think pre-register uh, like ended like a week before, so you had a plenty of time to you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just people on Twitter, just like like uh, learn to be an adult. <laughs> it's your <laughs> fault for not preparing ahead of time. <laughs> like you should have. You should have. You know. You deserve this. <laughs> It'd be funny too if it like literally like like you know they they signed you in the bracket when you came in so it's like you look and you, you see like who, who's in front of you and you're like oh no this guy's pretty good <laughs> hey you can cut <laughs> like, it's like and you'll be fighting the best korean player <laughs> yeah like, exactly oh no uh this guy is number two on the leaderboards <laughs> um oh man i gotta think about this season um in anime Mm. I just got to run through it real quick because there's so much. Like the last three seasons, I, I've been struggling to find like one good show to watch. This season is is all the things. Mm. <laughs> I don't know why they just decided to put it all in the same season. Um, 
Uh, Boku no Hero Academia or My Hero Academy. Mm. It's been like my favorite manga for a while now. It's like the new, it's going to be the new Naruto One Piece Bleach thing now that they're all ending. Yeah. Like I, I can feel that already. It's basically just, it's just if, if Marvel superheroes had a manga, but it was like the, you know, original Japanese stuff. Mm-hmm. And like even in the beginning, they, they straight up have, you can see Spider-Man, Batman, and I think... I think it was like Devil Man and Ultraman. We're like they're like all in the beginning, like one of the chapter, one of the first pages. Yeah, it's silhouetted so that they can get away with it. But because the, I'm talking about heroes, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's just basically like a manga anime about uh, like if mutants were a thing. Mm-hmm. And Wait, isn't, isn't that the one with the the kid with the the black sticky balls on his head and he can use those to explode <laughs> i love how that's the guy you think of when you think of that show well because he was my favorite one like yeah, upon he's, looking he's at all the, looking at all the students like that one was my favorite looking kid like i'm like he's gonna go places <laughs> yeah there's there's a kid who who yeah, like he said his dead. whole his whole power is just that he he has a bunch of balls stuck to his head that he can pull off and throw at people and they're just sticky <laughs> i love it I was like, I'm waiting for you to go. Like, yeah, he's dead now. <laughs> no, no, he's he's been doing pretty good. He's been holding out. He's like the he's like the Krillin or the I don't know, not even the Krillin. He's like the Usopp, where he just somehow manages to succeed, <laughs> even though he's terrified and he, he shouldn't shouldn't be winning. Nice. Um, yeah, he's also the pervert of the group because they just had to go with that because he's got the sticky balls. So yeah. they got <laughs> you got to make him a little bit of the pervert. It has to be. Um. But yeah, that, that series is great. I didn't really, <laughs> like I really explained why it's so good, but it it is. Um, it's got that je ne quoi. It's just that certain thing, you know, that certain the certain shonen thing that you, I don't know. Um, and then we got uh, a big order, mm-hmm. which is a series from a uh, what was it a future diary, as I think was what the English version was called. Uh-huh. It was another manga anime that was really good. And uh, if you like that series, you'll, you'll probably love uh, Big Order, which is the next series by the same guy. Mm-hmm. Um, the whole concept of it is that uh, one day this kid wished to destroy the world. And we don't really know what the deal with that is because it's the main character. He doesn't, he doesn't seem like a bad guy. Mm-hmm. But somehow his wish supposedly was to destroy the world. Like We don't hear him say it, but that's what ends up happening. <laughs> and... And he, and he gets blamed for it. Becomes like the you know everyone thinks he's like the worst guy. He's like that whole like trigun thing where it's like everybody's after this guy now. Yeah. Um. But at the same time, uh, many other people also got their wishes, and so basically it's it's just a power show, but it's all based on what that wish was that they had at that time. You know, that exact moment. Yeah. And um, the, the main character's thing is he basically ha- uh, um, he has territory anywhere that he's walked becomes his territory. Like, like he, you can almost see like a lion, you know, tumbling behind him. Yeah. And if you enter his territory, he can basically make you do whatever he wants. Like he can say like, he gives order. That's why it's called big order. He'll just give an order. He'll say like, you know, like, uh, um, order, you know, come here and you'll just suddenly walk over to him, you know? And it becomes a thing where he, he basically builds like an army of people that are actually on his side. Like not, not just people that he's controlling. But then he can use other powers. So he'll just basically be like, this guy's got firepower, so he'll just order him to use his firepowers on this guy. And like, he becomes like the, the general, mm. you know? There's a lot of mysteries to like why this whole, all this stuff happened. It's pretty good. It, it kind of trails off on the manga, so I'm kind of hoping that the anime will end out a little better. Like I kind of lost interest near the end. Yeah. Um, what else? Uh, oh, uh, Gyakutan Saibon, otherwise known as the Phoenix Wright anime, is oh, coming yeah. out this, this I think, week. <laughs> I love, I think, 
Um, one of the things I loved about it was that like they made a block for it already, like on Japanese television. Like I was looking at this at the, I think it was your cover photo. Yeah. Where like five thirty, it's gonna be Phoenix Wright, and at six o'clock, Detective Conan. I'm like, oh, that's a freaking right? great that block. That makes sense. And it's just a picture of them both doing like the finger point. Yeah, like I'd watch the shit out of it. Like that, I would come home like every night just to watch that freaking. That's, that's so block that's of so TV. Perfect. Um. Because, yeah, I loved, I loved Case Closed or Detective Conan, depending on, you know, where you were from. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved both. The, I loved that show. And then, of course, I loved the Phoenix Wright game series. So to, to have both of them in, like, one hour, I would totally watch that. I would, I would move to Japan just to watch that. <laughs> uh, you just got to um, go online and watch Phoenix Wright right before it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm sur- make, your own, make your own block. I'm surprised Detective Conan's still on the air. Like, I remember... For the longest time, I used to watch it when it was on. Uh, it's one of those shows that feels like it'll never stop. Yeah, <laughs> like Pokemon. Well, it's like it, it, it can technically be the Law and Order of Japan because I mean, all you have to do is like a new case procedural. But then at the same time, it's one of those things that makes me sad. Kind of like uh, Assassin's Creed. How Assassin's Creed had a good story going on, and then now uh, yeah. that they know that they can they, milk the franchise, they, yeah, they're gonna every year they're gonna dredge the story as slow as possible so that way no growth can happen. Mm-hmm. And this is the way I feel like he's closed. I was like, so when's he going to become an adult again? <laughs> like, Never. Yeah, exactly. It was like we were getting close to that. He becomes an adult when he gets drunk. <laughs> <laughs> that was a thing? Yeah, like he, he drank sake, I think, in a in an episode. And all of a sudden he became back to normal. And then he turned back into Conan. And he was like, oh. And uh, and uh, he was um, he was back to, he was like a kid again. And then he's like, oh, well, wait, maybe if I just drink again. And like they're like, the hell are you doing? You're a kid. And they take that stuff away from Aww, him. Like, <laughs> come on. And it's like, I think that can happen. But then it was like... Um, like so, he's like the uh, uh, what's his name from uh, Big Bang Theory. <laughs> he's yeah. gonna get drunk all the time. Yeah, just just so he can be himself. Yeah, you know, you, I solve the case. <laughs> like, uh, um, what else? JoJo is oh, yeah. coming out this this month, so that's a thing. Like, if you haven't been watching that those series, that that series is. It's a series, man. Now every every season is a new JoJo, right? <laughs> yeah, um, except for the last one was which was so long it lasted two seasons, uh-huh. and then once you know once they finally finished out the story, um, this one is is interesting because it's it's more like they're all they're all kind of okay, but they're usually a lot of time between. Yeah, this one's a lot closer to the last one. Oh, okay, and follows the the kind of story a little closer because even the powers and like the way things work between uh, every season is completely different. Mm-hmm. But then. Uh, the last one was all stands, which is like the most famous one. Uh-huh. So this one also kind of had the stands too, because like this one's so popular, we got to kind of go with this a little bit too. Which one's JoJo? They're all, all JoJo. <laughs> uh, um, Macross, new Macross. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, Macross Delta. It's looking a little too much on the side of the pop to me, which makes me a little worried. Like I don't, I don't like Macross. Is one of the only things where I don't mind it. Being kind of like a uh, like an idol thing because that's always been part of the show. Yeah, but I but I always worry, especially with uh, with this one now, that it's gonna go a little too much into the. Um, it's all about the idols because Japan loves the idols right now. Like, did you see that game that they announced? Where it's 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 a game that is a combination of horse racing because I told you I don't know why the Japanese love horse racing so much mm. and an idol raising. It's it's girls who are anthropomorphic horses. Oh. 
who race and then are idols at night. Hmm. This is a game that's coming out. And they made an anime short for it. It is just so strange. It's, uh, My Little Pony Equestria Girls the game. Y- yes. Yes, it is. I don't, I don't know how to feel. I mean, I, I, not, no, I know how to feel. It's weird. It's, stop it. <laughs> I don't know why I almost said I don't know how to feel about it. I know exactly how I feel. Anyway, uh, Macross. I had nothing to do with that. I'm sorry. But <laughs> Macross is a thing, and I'm, I'm hopeful for it. It's got, the, it's got the original ship from, you know, from the original Macross Robotech show. Mm-hmm. And I'm always excited when I just get to see that thing again. It's always like a ruin just standing in like a like a building, you know? You know what's funny? I was, um, one of the things that I noticed in the new Star Fox, mm-hmm. uh, speaking of Macross, the, the sh- your R-Wing, at times, it kind of feels like the Robotech ships. Well, it transforms, right? Yeah. Like, you, you'll, you'll, like, the R-Wings will turn into legs and, like, you'll just be... T- like I had to defeat a boss that way because I was in I was in a room, um, like basically I played the first level mm-hmm. and you know how like you know there's always more than one way to defeat a certain part. Uh, well, there's this part in there where like um, you're destroying this giant thing. It almost kind of looks like uh, that cutter from um, the fir- the the Star Trek movie with Chris Pine in them, mm-hmm. uh, the first one. Uh, it looks like that, and you have to destroy it in four quarters. But if you destroy one part, you can go into this one section and you can fight the main. The oh, main. okay. So you can go inside of it, yeah, with or the you running can, part, or you can destroy it from the outside and like whatever. Nice. Um, but then the room you go into when you go inside, there's like no room for you to be flying around and shit. So you, so have you to turn transform. into that thing and just like shoot. And it's just like just made me think of of I'm like, what is this Robotech? Like right? nobody talks about that that third form. So in fact, it's always just the ship and the mech now. But there was always that third form. Where it was like a tank with half, ar- little arms and legs. Yeah, like ha- <laughs> like the halfway point. Yeah, I love. I think I actually saw a comic strip about that where, like, you see a, a Transformer. He, like, shorts out and he's, like, halfway through transformation. He's like, oh, he's like, oh we need to fix this part. He's like, and do it quickly. I'm in the middle of a lawsuit with Macross. <laughs> nice. God, <laughs> uh, what else, man? Oh, uh, Sakamoto Desuga. I don't mm. know what the English name for this is going to be. Mm. Probably something about Sakamoto because it's the main character's name. Mm. But it's just a series about a really strange but cool guy. <laughs> And it's 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 hilarious and and I love it. I I read the entire manga, and it's just it's just this guy. Like in the very beginning, all the girls love him because mm-hmm. they think he's like like sto like uh, stoic because he doesn't talk that much. He's just always like looking out the window. Yeah. But then like the guys are like, oh, I hate this guy. Let's let's get him. So like they they try to like play pranks on him, and he just he just like really coolly dodges everything perfectly. <laughs> it's just like this, the whole series is just like misunderstandings, but then he like solves them in some cool, but really strange way. He's like an alien. He's like an alien living among them who, who he's still smarter than them and cooler than them, but he doesn't understand how human stuff works. So he's the way he does things that are cooler. is really strange. <laughs> and it's just like, you just get caught up in it. You just want to see what he's going to do next. Hmm. It's it's great, and it was pretty short, and it ended. The whole manga ended, so I'm pretty sure they can just do the whole storyline in the anime. Yeah, like a good a good one season. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I'm, I'm excited to see that. I just want to see it all all be animated because a lot of it is like the kind of stuff that you would want to see animated. Yeah, <laughs> like especially like you know like the, there's gonna be like one of those pranks like somebody gets thrown at him and just to watch him like. Yeah, do like a weird like. <laughs> It's gonna be more exaggerated than that. It's gonna yeah. do like the he's gonna do like the Matrix dodge for no reason, you know. <laughs> Um. Uh, what else? Uh, Sose no Anmyoji, which is I think the Twin Star Exorcist. Mm-hmm. Uh, two people 
it says that the actions to show like the you know they do the, one of those every couple seasons yeah and we use like paper cards and stuff and equip like magic armor i don't know yeah it's, but it's it's one of those shows it's, it's pretty simple it's pretty uh it's something you haven't seen before yeah but it's done well you know i'm, I'm still reading the manga of that and uh it's, so they got that finally and uh, Ushio no Tora 2, which is a really old manga. They got, an, they got an anime back in the day, and then they brought it back, and they, they kept the same art style. Like, it looks like old Tenchi Muyo. Nice. But it's just like the, the animation art is upgraded. I don't know this why. is the second season of it. Is that the one with the Otorimatsu, like the, the, the sex tablets? No, no, no. This, is, this one is a uh, a guy gets possessed. Uh, basically, the same story as a Tenchi Muyo, just... Uh. Twisted a little bit. He basically finds this this thing under his his uh, uncle's shrine or grandpa's shrine. Oh, okay. And uh, he accidentally unleashes demons. Ah. And then he he uh, he makes a deal with a demon that was uh, uh, stabbed through with a spear down there and and kept there. And he pulls out the spear um, so that, so that I can help him take down the demons. Mm-hmm. But then he tries to the demon tries to kill him. But it turns out that because he has the blood of the guy that originally owned the spear, whenever he holds the spear, he can become like super powerful. So he just uh, basically tames this beast and has him like following him around all the time. Nice. So it's kind of like uh, Calvin and Hobbes if if Hobbes occasionally tries to fight him and and they fight demons. Sounds <laughs> <laughs> like Calvin and Hobbes at all. <laughs> sure it does. <laughs> I think me and you read different Calvin and Hobbes. <laughs> the demon's literally like a tiger demon, so oh, okay. that's, that's where I got it from. Okay. <laughs> See, knowing that now, I understand. <laughs> aside from the few times, and aside from the comics where where he would just attack where, him when he would come to, when he come home, yeah, like I'm just like my favorite one is when he uh, it's when he ducked. <laughs> He's like, I'm home. Woo! <laughs> like, uh, I, I had so many Kevin House comics back in the day. Yeah, I still have like a few of the books. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, just moving on. You, oh, well, really quick. You know, it was an mm-hmm. interesting thing I read about because I one of the things that was there a lot at WonderCon was uh, the Ninja Turtles booth for the new movie. Mm-hmm. I was reading up that um, they they because I was my brother and I, I remember we were upset about this when Shredder was first announced. We were like, oh, why is that white guy Shredder? It's supposed to be an Asian dude. Named Orojo Saki. Yeah. And uh, I found out, like, if you actually watch the movie, there is another Shredder. There's an, there's, there is an Asian guy that is Shredder. And uh, the the white guy that we thought was going to be Shredder, Eric Sachs, was just a guy who was supplying him. Well, I found out that... Oh, he was supposed to be He was supposed Shredder, to be Shredder. Right? And then people were like, what the... <laughs> yeah. He's like, Shredder's Asian. Get an Asian guy. And that's why Eric Sachs is in so much of the movie and Shredder is in so little of it. And the whole thing is, is that um, it was actually supposed to be, his name is supposed to be a white version of Orojo Saki. Eric Sachs, Orojo Saki. How is that an English or a white version of that? I don't know, but apparently that was what it was supposed to be. And like, I was like, what the hell? (laughs) Like... It's like that thing. It's like, do you even know source material at all? Like, yeah. Did somebody just give you a cliff notes and you're just like, all right. Well, I mean, a black guy was it in the 80s cartoon. No, he just did the voice. He's still an Asian dude. That's why I'm still a little concerned about Batman v Superman. Just because I, I saw a gif where it's just like, 
it's like Batman in this thing. And it's like we don't use guns. Guns are the, the use of the you know the tool of the enemy. And it's like uh, Batman and, and Batman v Superman. It's just this guy with a machine gun just gunning down everybody. <laughs> Apparently he used guns in, in, in that movie. Well, the thing is, I remember what was it? Uh, Comic misconceptions. Nurse mm-hmm. think he points out. He's like, he's like, no, Superman has a no kill policy. Or Batman has a no kill policy. Batman still uses guns. Yeah. He's got guns on his car. He's got guns in a lot of places, but he doesn't kill anybody. The whole point is that he's not supposed to kill anybody. Mm. Although, of course, even that has been forsaken. Where, like, I remember there was one where he did that that old Edgar Allan Poe thing, where he let a guy into a sewer, oh, walled God. up, walled up the place, yeah. and left him for dead. And yeah, like, most of those aren't canon anymore, though. I mean, I mean, look at the really old stuff. He was like a he actually had a gun all the time, and he had a badge, right? <laughs> well, well, no, that was in the forties. Like, yeah. this is this is the sixties. Was in this one happened, and it was like, like there was that one where, where uh, what was it? Uh, some guy invented a serum that made you crazy. And he injected it into Batman. Batman figured out a cure for it. And then there was another guy who was running around crazy. And rather than give him the serum, he he hangs him from like a a rope Uh. that's clinging to the bat wing. And he's just like hanging there dangling. Did he say something like it's probably better for him this way or something? Yeah, it's like, you have the cure. Give him the goddamn cure. Yeah, it's true. Maybe I'm just going off the Batman Beyond one because I love that that's that version of the story. Where like that's why he he hangs up the cows because he almost shot somebody. He he did shoot somebody, but then the guy the guy didn't die, I think, or something. Well, cause at the end he's like got the gun aimed at another guy, oh, and the other true. guy like runs off, and that's when he drops the gun yeah. and just goes like never. And he again. picked and he picked it up because he he wasn't able to do it without the gun, basically. Well he was having a heart, heart attack. attack. Yeah, exactly. So he, he needed he needed to use it. Yeah. And that's when he got scared that he was going to go too far once he, he... he Like once we got to this point. Yeah, because he can't, he can't do it with the, his normal methods anymore, you know? Yeah. I always love that story. Oh, um, well, I will, I'll wait till we get to the comics. Okay. But uh, what else? FLCL sequel? Oh, yeah, they're doing a seasons two and three. Mm-hmm. Now, my question is, is it going to be a full, like, 13-episode season? It's going to be it's gonna be 12 episodes total for both seasons. Okay, so good. Six, six so, six each. Because the, fir- the first series was just six episodes. Yeah. So, I was, like, wondering, are we going to do the same length for each? It's, it's um, they've given a little bit about the story so far. Uh-huh. It's going to be a new main character. It's not the, it's not the original okay, good. kid. Good. Um, But it's going to be still, what's her name? Uh, oh, yeah. she's gonna show up to this kid now and like the same same thing where she needs to get something out of, out of I think it's a girl this time yeah and she she shows up as a I think like a substitute teacher at her school and then stuff that's you know stuff that's happening yeah um but but it hints at the the original main character how he still has he still has the guitar and stuff that she left him you know yeah so he, I'm thinking he's probably gonna show up him him and or the robot are gonna show up uh he, he, Either he's gonna show up in in small parts in the in this season, or he's gonna show up in like the second season. Maybe that's what the second season will be. Right, like the two main characters meeting up. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It sounds interesting, but like, we're not gonna see it till 2017. So, well, I mean, like I'm, I'm like so long as because I don't know. I kind of felt like Takun's story was done. Yeah. So like the idea of of of, of it going further into his story would be kind of meh. Well, it's like uh. I don't want him to have his own complete story again. Yeah. But it, but he's the kind of character where you want to see uh, what's happened to him since. Like, has he grown as a person? Yeah, you know? exactly. Exactly. Like, I just want to see. Yeah. Yeah. So, like. I want to see know. the physical and mental growth. Like, him <laughs> older and, you know, and cooler wiser. and, like, wiser. Yeah. Wears glasses without the lens. <laughs> 
just to show that he's wiser. Like <laughs> that's the only like reason. That, that's so the, you can, so you yeah, can do like, like that thing. Yeah, yeah, like the glasses, like that episode, like um, that one. Uh, John Mulaney joke where he talks about like uh, he saw a nurse that, that was dressed up in all his Batman stuff. He's like, oh, and I go back to that doctor's office two years later, and I see that same nurse wearing a pair of glasses to show that he's gotten older and wiser. <laughs> Single single streak of gray. <laughs> yeah, but then that but then that old um, that old FLCL joke with the the glasses with no lenses. So many good jokes in this show. I miss that show so much. And like uh, I started yeah. listening to the the ending theme again. <laughs> Somebody on SoundCloud did like a, a cover, and I was like, oh, I missed this show. Oh wait, never mind. Yeah, the end theme. I, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I always. Uh, when it, when it comes to FLCL, it's either that song or Little Busters. I'd always like listen to the hell out of Little Busters. You know, dun 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 dun. Like right when right when the robot's gonna kill this thing. Cue the music. <laughs> like that was that was what Little Busters was. Um, I like songs that are like that, where you like you know what they mean when it, once it comes out. Yeah. Uh, I still have that on my phone. Like that song is on my phone. I love that song so much. Uh, let's just go into comics now. <laughs> All right. Well, unless, unless there's anything else in anime. Anything too big. Uh, Battleborn Beta starting up soon. There's a life-size Sanji uh, phone charger. A lot, lot of weird stuff. <laughs> it, it was given out as a prize. Okay. And, it, and it's him, it's him like, like crying, like like uh, bending down to like like uh, thank the his basically father figure for taking care of him all these years and stuff. Oh, okay. Like a famous scene, but it's just it's just weird. It's such a life. All, all it's for is it's just a little USB port where you can plug in your phone. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I like the idea of like um, it's like yeah, nothing too major, you know, like a Sanji life size thing for your phone. Uh, anyway. <laughs> No, but then also you're gonna like uh, there. There's there's announcement of a brand new uh, Muyo series that that will answer any question that you've ever had ever about the story. Anyway, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> oh, I feel like I should probably mention uh, we have a certain certain listener just wanted me to to, to specify that the PS4.5 or 4K or whatever they call. It, he's like it's just a rumor. And it's supposed to be a picture. It's just a rumor because he's he's working on a VR game. Yeah. So he's, oh, yeah, he's, yeah, yeah. He's like it's just a rumor, guys. Like we don't know, you know. Yeah, and it works fine with, with the regular one. Works fine with the VR. That's a that's another thing you should do when it comes to us. You can always email us at uh, procrastination no podcast procrastination at gmail dot com. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like, if we get anything wrong, you can call us out on it. But I'm gonna. Uh, but even though I say that, I just want to say that since then there have been several more stories that supposedly have reputable uh, sources, including the Times. I think posted a, th- a new story about it for some reason, and so. It, it's seeming it's one of those things it's like yes it's a rumor but does it seem super likely a <laughs> little bit sometimes rumors turn out to be true you never know yeah like every single uh, roster rumor for a fighting game because they, yeah. they can't keep that that stuff under under wraps at all because no one can keep their damn mouth shut like is it that hard Steve <laughs> don't you enjoy the <laughs> stuff you're working on it always reminds why do you want to ruin it it always reminds me of uh, what's it called? Um, uh, there's an old um, John Tron video mm-hmm. where he's talking about he's doing a video game review of Sonic Colors, and uh, he goes, "When you press A, he jumps. When you press B, it shoots out little star bits at your enemies. If you press A and B at the same time, your girlfriend will sleep with your best friend just a few days before you're about to propose to her, Maggie." <laughs> like, 
I love any joke where it gets really specific. Yeah. That's really sad, too. That's really sad. It didn't really happen, did it? Yeah, no, I don't think it did happen. Okay. But still, it's, like, it's just like really sad Like when you think about it. like It's like, you press A and B, and then it, it ruins your whole relationship. We're not supposed to get you a and ring, Maggie! It's like that thing where you, where you rely on streaming for your for your, your money, so you have to keep streaming, even though it just happened to you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oh god like what was it I, I remember reading about that Like there, there's been like, You know like people Who are streaming That have been swatted Oh god and, yeah No one instance Was a, a, an instance of a, of a streamer Who her house Was broken into As she was oh, streaming yeah, yeah. too she, she went downstairs To see what that noise was Right yeah, And then all of a sudden You see guys with like Black masks like, like coming up And like one guy's like Looking directly at the camera Like wondering What the fuck is going on It's like Oh Jesus Christ And they got They got the attention Of her friend Who was another streamer Like the fans Who were watching it Cause yeah. it's like The hell am I supposed to I don't know where she lives She's yeah, just so a they, streamer they asked her friend To like call the cops Call 911 She's like Somebody's robbing her house Oh, and there was that one where that 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 person got their uh, their cat like j- jumped and like got the claw hooked in her in the oh, eyelid, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it was just, just blood. And it's like I still gotta do this for half an hour, blood <laughs> dripping from her face. Uh, I shouldn't laugh at that, but she's she's fine. Just so you know, yeah. that's why we're laughing. Because I, like, I always feel bad. It's like it's that when some videos thing where where it's like they weren't seriously injured. It's okay to laugh. Yeah, exactly. They they turned in the video to America's Funniest Some <laughs> Videos, so you know it's okay. You know they lived. Yeah. Uh, going to comics, I guess. <laughs> um. Oh. Uh. I guess I'll just jump into this. Isn't even like the, this last week in comics, but. Uh, like we said that 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 recent uh, convention, yeah, WonderCon. They, WonderCon. They announced a bunch of uh, upcoming stuff for the DC like Rebirth event. Nice. And uh, one of one of the ones I thought was interesting was uh, the new Cyborg uh, comic mm-hmm. is being written by the former producer slash story editor for Spider Man the animated series. Now we're talking about the '90s animated series. Yes. Okay. And this guy has done a lot of stuff on a lot of uh, really good shows, but he's never actually written a comic before. So it's kind of interesting that they brought him on. Yeah, he's a, he's a big he's a big comic book fan. That's why he was on Spider Man the Animated Series. Like part of his job was was um, it's like figure out the best way to adapt this this comic book storyline to TV. Mm-hmm. You know, because we're gonna we're gonna keep making changes, and you gotta try to make up for our mistakes. Yeah, <laughs> like he, he even said like a lot of the. Um, he has a Facebook page that he released and like a website about all about behind the scenes for that show. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just funny how much of the character designs were were completely decided by the toys ahead of time. Yeah, because <laughs> I remember, I remember because like one of the things my dad and I always hated was the fact that Hobgoblin came first and Green mm-hmm. Goblin came like so far along the way. And he said that he wanted to be the other way around, but yeah, the, yeah. But, the, but the Hobgoblin figure came out first and like they're like, oh, well, we got to pitch that and blah, blah. And the same way, and the same reason why um, Doc Ock looks the way that he does, he looked like the old kind of a pudgy Doc well, Ock. To me, I honestly liked. That duck, I yeah. liked. I liked. I liked it too, but it wasn't. It wasn't the way that yeah. it was, he was supposed to look. Yeah, because uh, like, yeah, if you ever watch any other cartoon that has Doc Ock, he's always like disheveled and like fat and mm-hmm. and all stuff. But yeah, like if you watch the old '90s cartoon, like he was, he was, he stood tall. He was, he still had the bowl cut, but like he looked, um, 
he looked more aggressive and like that. Well, that was well, the a, reason why he looked like that was just because, like I said, the toy the toy design came first, and they made them that way because it was easy because they could just repurpose other existing action figures. Yeah, just you just take the the buff body off it and just put on like a you know a generic head, and you yeah. got the Doc Ock figure. You just gotta put the arms. I remember I used to have a a twelve inch figure, like one of those really tall figures, mm-hmm. and it had like fully malleable claws. So in high school, I just put him in my locker. Like he hung from the hooks. And nice. Just kinda, well, actually, I put him up and a Carnage one that I had too. That's so cool it's, that it's able to it's able to hold its own weight. Yeah. So it's like I had I had like and they could they could stretch out too. Like you can push them into his back so they could be shorter, mm-hmm. or you can pull them out to make them like super long. So I'd like wrap them around the hooks. I had two of them wrapped around the hooks for for to like lift them up, and then I used the other two and wrapped them around Carnage's arms so that way the two of them were like right, coming so out. He was here. holding him. Yeah. Exactly. And Carnage had like three little. Um, uh, attachments for his hands, like one of them was an axe, one of them was like a two-prong, like claw, and the other one was just like like symbiote shooting out kind of look to you, huh. and it was like really cool, nice. and and yeah, and like yeah, the nineties, the like I love that nineties cartoon. Me too. My favorite, my favorite figure, and it was one that I can never find anymore, and it's probably because it was so cool. There was Spider Sense Spidey, mm-hmm. and it was actually in that off color that he had whenever his Spider Sense. Um, oh like yeah, the little yeah. Nice. Where like like it had the red lines with the bl- with the black and the purple kind of look. I was like, that looks kind of badass. And then like and then like when the because that was always my favorite rendition of how the Spidey sense worked. Mm-hmm. Like the the second one would probably go to the old '60s cartoon where uh, when he's Peter Parker, like half his face would turn into Spider Man. <laughs> nice, yeah. And have that yellow thing. Yeah, there's there's so many storylines from that that series um, that I only know from that series, even though they're from the comics. Yeah, it's like I find out about them later. Like Secret War was it was in that series, but it was you know they did their own version of it. Yeah, and like uh, like one one that blew my mind was the fact that the Spider Slayers, like in the original cartoon, Kingpin is the one that does it. Yeah, Kingpin sets it all up, but in the actual comics, it's Jameson. Yeah, it's Jameson. Yep. Like I'm like. Like, how did he get away with it? <laughs> like in my mind, I was like, "How the hell did Jameson have so much money?" To and then I'm like, "Oh wait, he's a newspaper magnate back in the '60s." Yeah, back when they they made money. Yeah, back when back when you if you own a newspaper, you you had buku bucks. I was like, "Oh, that makes sense." That's why he had to move into politics. <laughs> yeah, and then still can't get over goddamn Spider Man. And I love the fact too that the '90s Spider Man cartoon also gave Spider Man a reason. To or gave uh, Jameson a reason to hate Spider Man. Oh, right. Because the whole thing about masks, right? Yeah, because his wife was killed by a man in a mask, and since then he doesn't trust anybody that wears a mask. Mm-hmm. But in the old cartoon, it's just, I hate you. Why? I just hate you. <laughs> it's funny how it's kind of the opposite of what happened in the comics. If, yeah. If you read the comics, um, he actually became a fan of Spidey for a while because uh, Spidey basically tried to save his wife. Mm-hmm. And I, th- I believe his wife ended up dying anyway. But he felt like, like for once, it was actually Spider Man just did something good. Like he was trying to save her. Like he did everything he could. You know what I mean? Yeah. And um, it kind of made him on Spider Man's side. Yeah. Up until uh, Doc Ock took over his body and called out. Um, he basically called out Jameson all the stuff, the, the shady stuff he was doing. Yeah. And he used it to blackmail him. So he's like, Spidey is a bad guy. And then you know, so he's back to, to the old status quo. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah, so that yeah, that's cool. Yeah, uh, this guy, by the way, he also did. Uh, he also has script credits for the Smurfs, Howard and the Chipmunks, Static Shock, Ducktales, and one of the Super Friends shows. Oh, okay. So he's got a lot of interesting. I'm hoping. Story credit. I'm hoping it's Battle of the Super Friends because that one was my favorite. Cause, I I think it was because the original because the original Super Friends was the one where it's just 
Um, yeah, it wasn't the original. It was one of the later ones. Yeah, because like the 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 Battle of the Super Friends. This one they actually had the full Super Friends roster, like the the full Justice League roster, like Green Lantern, Flash, and and Apache Chief, and and Samurai, and uh, who's that other guy? Uh, Black Vulcan. <laughs> Black Vulcan. Like I remember in the Justice League cartoon, they actually like uh, they were making like I think it was in Unlimited. Um, they were making like these clone superheroes to fight. The things and it's like it was Apache Chief, um, Samurai, and Black Vulcan. Like it was, it was the stereotype characters that like were joke characters. Yeah, but it was like they they made them they made, like, them, made like, them real, kind of badass. Yeah, yeah. Apache Chief is the kind of character that could be a really serious threat, especially when they did they make it where it was like an energy giant that he 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 could call out. Well, I remember. I, I'm not quite. I'm not quite sure about Apache Chief in general, but I remember like later on. Uh, in the '90s Justice League, like like late '90s Justice League, mm. um, they started making uh, this one Native American superhero who was like a shaman yeah. and who who used a lot of magic abilities. And I think he, that was cool. And he used the same and like I knew he was an Apache chief. He was an Apache chief homage just because of the fact that he had a he said Enoch Chuck, which is what Apache chief would yeah, say to make himself grow. That's all you need to know. And that was that was his magic word. Like when like whenever he really needed to do something, he would say Enoch Chuck. And, like, it was him and his wife, and then Green Arrow being a dick slept with his wife, and that kind of, like... <laughs> Green Arrow's the worst. <laughs> He's just Cause, the worst. Because that was during, uh, was it, um, Justice League Elite, mm-hmm. when when they had a black ops group. And, uh, yeah, like, like certain members of the Justice League jumped ship to, to join the Elite, and that was that that Shaman, his wife, Green Arrow... Uh, the, Flat, the Flash was actually working both sides, because he, he, he understood what Justice League did. But he, at the same time, it's like oh, I kind of think the 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 elite kind of have a point, huh. and he had a costume for both of them. And uh, my favorite so, was always so he was like the Wolverine. Yeah, my favorite was Major Disaster. He's this, this one superhero who could make he could make like earthquake. <laughs> he can make like earthquakes and stuff like that. I think that's that's. I don't know how to turn that off. <laughs> I think we're getting close to our our set time. Um, yes, close. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, like, like that's pretty much it when it comes to Apache Chief. Yeah. Okay. Uh, there's been this this message in the in the Marvel comics recently where it says "Vote Loki 2016." Yeah. And sometimes they do that. I notice Marvel they'll start putting a bunch of messages in between panels uh-huh. on a bunch of comics. Yeah. I'm really curious where, where this one's going. Usually they mean they're, they're something's coming up. Yeah. But I love all these slogans. Like, there's one that says "Lies you can believe in." <laughs> And then one just says believe, but then it has like, like uh, quotation marks around like the part that says lie. Yeah. In believe. Yeah, I don't know what that's about. That's uh, I just enjoy that. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. During during like the the lead of the Secret Wars, like a long time before Secret Wars, they were hinting at Secret Wars for like a you know, and all this stuff was super creepy. Like I don't know. So, but if anything, this is probably going to be something that's going to happen like around August September because of the fact like you know. Like something like that, you'd want to do it around the time of the actual election. Yeah, right. So, so it makes sense. Um, good. It's a good. It's like when a, does Thor come out? The next Thor movie? Oh, I don't even know. Because if, it, if it's kind of around the same time, that'd be perfect. Oh, that's true too. Because because yeah, um, I haven't heard much about Ragnarok. It might come out early 2017, I believe. I mean, I mean, Loki's still currently the king in the movies, right? He took over at the end of two. And we got no resolution on that. Yeah, he's just like I'm. I'm Odin. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me. Look at me. I'm Odin. Howdy, howdy. Howdy, howdy, howdy. <laughs> my, my, one thing I always laugh about is the idea that, okay, 
Loki, like, you know, in the first movie, you know, he finds out, like, I'm not, you know, like a god, I'm just a frost giant. And it's like, well, don't you realize your last name's different? <laughs> That's true. Like, your name's not Odin's son, you're Laufey's son, and Laufey's the king of the... Of the ice giants. It's true. Did he, did he just change his last name? Like, you're not my real dad. This is my real dad. He had it changed later? <laughs> I don't know. Like, it's just like, just the huh. way, because like, they never say like, he's, he's not, they never say he is Loki Odin's son. He's always mentioned as Loki Laufey's son. Hmm. Um, and that's how, that's how, uh, that's how Scandinavian names worked was. You just had that, over that person's name plus son. Yeah. Like, John, like that, John Johnson. That's why, that's why, what's his face? Um. That's why uh, uh, Thor calls uh, Agent Coulson son of coal. Oh, nice! In in the first Avengers movie, All right, I don't I forget if he says it in the first Avengers movie or if he says it in the first Thor movie. But yeah, he says, "And you, son of coal." <laughs> like, uh, but yeah. Uh, um, oh, let me just let me just run through these real quick. Oh, uh, um, Angela, um, Angela. Oh, yeah, hell. Yeah, her. Yeah, her. Her, her story has been pretty good. It's it, it breaks the fourth wall so hard. Like it breaks it harder than almost any other series I've ever seen. <laughs> but it, it's all it's all only in dialogue. Because uh, this one character, uh, Sarah, mm-hmm. she seems to just know about the fourth wall like mm-hmm. really hard. <laughs> like uh, she has a line where she says, "Because um, their their whole thing is that they're they're on Earth now." Yeah. And she's like, "I don't know what we're gonna do now for money." She goes, "You know." People are a lot less accepting about the whole killing for money thing than I thought, you know, outside of that one guy that's been breaking those uh, uh, R-rated movie records. <laughs> yeah. And she just, like, like she just broke Deadpool's fourth wall, you know? <laughs> um, what else? Oh, uh, but, yeah, but that comment's been pretty good now. It's, it's kind of like a weird little family um, um, dynamic going on. Mm-hmm. Um, it's interesting because the girl... Uh, what is her name? She's the she's the handmaiden of of hell. Mm-hmm. Um, guess when I had it written here, but whatever. Anyway, her her whole thing is kind of interesting. She she's she's actually from a different uh, universe because of Secret Wars. Uh-huh. It's a character that existed before, but then now she is in. Um, there we go. Uh, Leah of Hell. She's a character that's been in, in like the Loki stuff for a very long time. Mm-hmm. She's always kind of interesting, but she but the, this version of her is the one from Secret Wars. Mm-hmm. Got pulled into this world, and. It's funny because she's she's working for for hell, you know herself. Mm-hmm. But then it's been heavily implied that she's supposed to become hell eventually. Mm-hmm. Like she's a younger version of her, and uh, they even they even just straight up say it. Like these these characters are, are talking and they're like, "You, you're from another timeline." But it's been and then that one's like, "But it's been heavily foreshadowed that she's the once in future queen of hell." Hush, no one has time for your head cannons because <laughs> <laughs> it's never been officially confirmed that she is. You yeah. know. And uh, I don't know. It's just funny that these 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 uh, these as guardians are saying head cannons. Yeah. <laughs> um, Batman number fifty happened, uh-huh. which was the return of Bruce as Batman. Oh yeah, yeah. Finally. <laughs> uh, I mean, I I enjoyed uh, the other stuff for a while, but it just you know. Oh yeah. Did you hear that? Uh, after um, Rebirth, uh, Advent- uh, Action Comics is gonna start back at where it left off. Nice. So it'll be back in the hundreds. Nice. Yeah, yeah. That that looks pretty interesting too. I'll, I'll get into that. I got a, I got a bunch of stuff written here. <laughs> but um, Batman number fifty. It's funny because I actually pointed out. I think last. I want to say last. The last uh, when forty nine came out. Uh-huh. Like 
when Bruce becomes, you know, Bruce again, where he gets all his original memories back, he has no beard suddenly. And I was just like, did, did the machines shave his beard? But then in 50, he's got the beard again. <laughs> and, and there's a whole scene where he shaves it. So I'm like, did they just like realize their continuity error? And they <laughs> Also, he shaves it in a bat sink. He's got a sink <laughs> with a bat symbol on it in the bat cave. Uh, what does that remind me of? Um, that happened in Forever Evil a while ago when they introduced Bizarro. Mm-hmm. And um, they show him he goes for something and he's got a long sleeve Superman outfit. And then he reaches for something else and he's got a short sleeve. And then like like in, in like over the instance of like two pages, his sleeves went long and short like four or five times. <laughs> like they, they completely <laughs> they forgot. They it intentionally? I don't like- know. Like... He completely forgot what uh, what Bizarro's outfits supposed to look like. Oh, in, in DC Rebirth, apparently Bizarro is joining Red Hood and the Outlaws for some reason. Nice. So that should be interesting. I actually really like the idea of of Bizarro in and the the fact that Lex Luthor loved him. Oh yeah, like because in Forever Evil he was like that was know, so like, good in Forever Evil. Yeah, he was he's fighting him off, and it's like he's only baked essentially baked for about half of the amount of time that he was supposed to be mm-hmm. in like you know like you took him out of the oven too early and uh it's like Tony works right yeah and uh, and that's what happened with bizarro and then, like later on he's like oh so do we set him like do we set the new clone in for for this amount of time it's like set it for half <laughs> like i'm like oh i love i love uh i love bruce's first words to um to uh gordon uh-huh. like this new this new bruce i feel like he's more the way he was in the, in the old days, they, yeah. they kind of imply that his body is, first is his body is fully healed because of the, the stuff that, you know, our recent memories, it, yeah. he, it healed him like completely. So he, he said he has no scars. He has no, you know, fixed broken bones. So he's like, he's kind of like the the best Batman you could have. He has all the memories and all the skills, um, you know, of, of being Batman for all these years with none of the injuries, you know? Mm-hmm. But, um, but I kind of feel like his his mind is almost back to the way it was before too, where he hasn't been hardened over all this time. Yeah, because he's making little jokes and stuff. Um, when he first sees Jim, he goes, um, "Hello, Jim. Uh, who died and made you Batman?" <laughs> and like, you know. Yeah. And there's a, there's another line where um, I think the villain is pointing out that he has a new suit because he's, he's wearing a new suit because he said, I, "I need to bring something new to the table if, if I'm going to come back." You know. And his new suit is just kind of. It's good. I don't know how I explain it. He has new boots, new gloves. Um, he has more yellow. There's like a yellow around the symbol now. Yeah, yeah. And uh, like the villain even says like, "Oh, nice, nice suit, new, new gloves, new cape." And then Batman just like I'll kick him in the face and says, "I'm, I'm partial to the boots." <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh, uh, it was it was confirmed at at WonderCon that uh, in, in in Justice League number fifty, we're gonna uh, find out uh, Joker's real name. That is stupid. To me, you know, I'm okay with it because I think it's gonna be some sort of really weird thing with rebirth. So, and mm. you know, it's like that thing where you can find out, but it might not matter in the long term. Yeah, we'll we'll get a resolution, but then in the end, it'll be something. Uh, the world Joker will end up being changed anyway, so it's not gonna matter in the long run. Oh, okay, that's what I'm thinking. It's gonna happen, but because in my mind, I think of like uh, in wrestling, uh, the Undertaker had a had a 21 straight years of winning at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. That was his thing. And then they broke the streak by having Brock Lesnar beat him. And in my mind, I was like, why? Yeah. Like, like of all the people, why him? It made no sense. And what? it was like, and it was like, and like, it, it's like, we don't need to push Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar is already big enough guy. Like, we can, we can push him however the hell we want to push him. And, he'll, and it's like, 
And it's like, he beat the streak. And then the next year, he beat somebody else. It's like, well, it doesn't matter. He's still 22-1. and one. Like, that one right. was the thing. And it was such a, such a waste of a Well, of a, of well a Joker's match. thing is that he has all the origins, but that none of them are the... the we don't know origin. what the real one is, right? Yeah. So even if we get the real one, as long as they leave some leeway for me, then I'm okay with it. You know, if we get our new origin, and they say that's the real origin, but then they leave that little bit of, like, question, then uh-huh. I'm cool with it, you know? Yeah. If they make it completely confirmed, this is the thing, and there's nothing out, there, you know. Yeah, everything else you've been told is a lie. Then Killing I'll, joke, pile of shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> then I'll then I'll be annoyed. But yeah. I don't know. But I'm still excited to just see what they do with it because they they have have obviously planned this out. You know, mm-hmm. like they said, even when they wrote the original thing, they already had an, uh, something in mind, mm-hmm. and it was gonna lead. It's gonna be involved with rebirth and that whole thing. So, um. Because they know Joker is their big thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what else? Uh, did, yeah, uh, like you were saying, um, Detective Comics is going to start up with the original numbering. Yeah. This it's going to be a team book featuring Batman, Batwoman, Spoiler, Tim Drake, Cassandra Kane, and Clayface for some reason. Like he's he looks like he's part of the team. So I don't know what's going on. My my question is, what is Cassandra Kane's name going to be? Like I mean, if, I mean. Oh, you because there's already ba- like a background. Yeah. Probably just call her Cassandra Kane. Uh, but I mean, at the same time. She seems like a Luke Cage where you can just say her name. Like, like Batman, Batwoman, Cassandra. It's like, who? Like, ba- Bat Kane. Yeah. Bob Kane. <laughs> Bob Kane. This old man. Like, I created this guy. <laughs> just like, yeah, I'm, I'm still not a big fan of, of, of uh, Batwoman, but whatever. They kind of imply it's, it's supposed to be like a, uh, what, what do you call it? Like a training camp book. Mm. That's where they have all the kids. Oh yeah. yeah. So the, uh, it's like Batman and Batwoman training them, and Batwoman has the bat, bat experience, and then Batwoman has like the military experience. So right. Can, yeah. Um. Oh, uh, Batman Beyond is returning in October. Nice. And I'm bringing that up because it's the return of Terry McGinnis. Nice. Like they confirmed it, so I'm like, that's all I care about. <laughs> Good. <laughs> um. The one thing that'd be great if if Batman was real, like if if all that stuff was real, I think. That would totally be a reality show. Like, uh, she's got the military training. He's got the bat training. <laughs> Who will win in this season of, like, you know, like... Yeah, right. <laughs> of, like, uh, of uh, military obstacle course the show. Yeah, exactly. Uh, bat school, like... Mm-hmm. Uh, survivor with real stakes. Not Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> where they can actually die. Um, oh, uh, Super Sons has been confirmed to be... Uh, Damian Wayne, and the son of um, the original Superman and Lois. Oh, okay. You know, because he 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 just this last comic he was just revealed that he has powers. Hmm. So he's he's the he's a little little Superman. So it's the two of them. It's basically the Batman and Superman comic with but with kids. Yeah. So it sounds awesome. How old is Damian, or how old are they making Damian? Because it sounds they're, to they're, me- they're about the same age. Oh, okay. They they look to both be about fifteen. Oh, okay. I'm not sure if that's confirmed, but yeah. Yeah, Damon's age kind of jumps between 15 and 18, uh, 13 and 18. Yeah. <laughs> but usually 15 is like the, the middle that they go with. Yeah. Um, uh, Blue Beetle is, is coming back, and it's going to be Ted Cord, uh, Ted Cord as mentor to, to Jaime Reyes. Nice. So it's both of them. Okay. Um, Teen Titans is, is, is uh, Damian Wayne uh, deciding to take over the Teen Titans against their will. <laughs> So it's him like, I'm going to be the leader of the Teen Titans. And it's just him like, no matter what you say. <laughs> so that, that should be fun also. A lot of fun sounding books coming out of this. Um, oh, apparently Wally West is going to be on the team as Kid Flash. You can yeah. see him in the cover. 
Yeah, because they kind of they kind of got rid of of Bart Allen. Like yeah. as a, as of New Fifty Two, like Bart Allen wasn't even related to Barry anymore. Yeah, it was weird, right? It was like he sort was, of a time travel thing. Yeah, or? some guy named Bartor who was like a revolutionary. <laughs> a terrible name. Yeah, it was that's well, that's why he changed his name to Bart Allen. Uh, but yeah, and it was just a weird thing. But mm-hmm. so like bringing back Wally. Yeah, I'm I'm cool with it. I, I was I was I was just kind of bummed because I liked. If they're gonna bring back Bart, though, mm-hmm. in in the sense of what he's supposed to be, I want them to bring him back as as Impulse. I always loved Impulse. Not a big fan of Bart Allen Kid Flash, but huge fan of Bart Allen Impulse. Uh, what else? Oh, new new comic just called Superman. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was originally called The Superman. Now it's being called Superman with like a dash. Yeah, it's has nothing to do with Superman except that it's 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 basically like that comic uh, Doomed. Uh-huh. It's just a kid that gets the power of the Superman for some reason. It's him having to deal with that that sudden growth of power. Yeah. To be honest with you, Doom didn't do that well. And I feel like this is like the same storyline, so I'm not expecting too much from it. You know, I'll I'll, I'll check it out. Mm-hmm. But I think Doomed kind of ruined that whole idea for me. Yeah. Uh, Supergirl, the same storyline as always. She's trying to get back to her home planet, which I don't like. I I like the I like the old Super Supergirl idea where she's trying to um. She's trying to come to understand Earth and like, cause she didn't live here the whole time like Clark. Yeah. But this new Supergirl storyline is always just her like, I miss Krypton. I'm gonna like do some dangerous stuff that could potentially destroy Earth. Trying to get back to Krypton, I'm gonna find a way, time travel or something. Like it's always, it's always her obsessed with that and her like throwing a tantrum when it doesn't work out. Yeah. I don't know. And apparently her dad is Cyborg Superman. Uh, Cyborg Superman now. The fuck? Yeah. Like. <laughs> It was on the cover, and and they mentioned it, and you hear the crowd go like, "What?" Like, and it's funny because apparently this has been known for a while, but the people that aren't reading Supergirl are just like, "What the hell?" So yeah, that's a thing. Well, it kind of makes sense, like I said, like how in the Super Supergirl show on CBS, how Hank Henshaw is the Martian Manhunter, and for those of you who know, Hank Henshaw is supposed the, to be Cyber Superman. Superman. Yeah, so they're just so except from the show, of course, yeah. there. Uh, I heard that I heard that CBS hasn't announced it re- them renewing it. Yeah, they haven't. That's interesting. Yeah, uh, I'm curious to go with that. Um, I mean, more DC stuff. I guess not. I want to Marvel. Uh, I don't have a whole lot of Marvel this year. This time it was all all that that DC new upcoming news. <laughs> yeah, but um. Uh, the recent uh, Ultimates mm-hmm. is Ultimates is always crazy. Every issue is like some crazy thing where I'm just like, what the hell? Because <laughs> it's just like the strongest characters from Marvel doing insane stuff. Yeah. This this last thing they did was they they went outside of time, and just, just so they could look at the entire time stream and figure out if anything was going wrong with it because of all the time travel. Yeah. Because that was a thing where time was breaking for a while, and then the Secret Wars happened, and then they're like, we should really check on time and see if <laughs> what's going on. Maybe we could help fix it. Anyway, they get they end up getting saved by Galactus because uh, it's really hard to exist outside of time. Yeah, and uh, Galactus is like, like let me just explain to you how time works in the Marvel universe. And he just gives like a detail, well, a semi detail. He, he goes, I didn't want to go too in, de- in detail because it'll blow their little minds, <laughs> especially what he says. Yeah, but um, he explains how it works. It's actually pretty interesting this this interpretation. Uh, basically, any any sufficiently important event. It you know if it's important enough, uh, kind of breaks away from the timeline mm. and starts to uh, orbit the main timeline like a planet. So it's always trailing behind slightly. That's why things like uh, Spider-Man, you know, 
his 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 uh you know getting his powers or being born or like iron man iron man is the perfect example because he uh the war where he gets injured and has to build the suit changes every couple of decades you know i think it was it was it vietnam in the, in the original i yeah because he was taken by yeah by and then, the mandarin and then right now it's it's like afghanistan right yeah like it keeps jumping up every time i think it was the korean war for a while also like it just dumps every every once in a while so that it's always you know the right amount of years behind so according to marvel this is like this isn't just us doing this you know so that we can keep it going this is literally what happens in the marvel universe like any any sufficiently important event will always exist but mm-hmm. always be slightly behind the present mm-hmm. uh it's just interesting i don't know i thought that was kind of a cool way to explain it also he said uh a future events um become more as future events become more probable they begin to have more of an effect on the present so to, to the point where people in the present can travel to that future or people in that future can travel to the present. So that's why we get all this weird cable bishop stuff that starts happening because you start to get too, it starts to become too likely that their future will exist. So then all of a sudden their future can start to affect the present. And uh, yeah, there's a, there's a bunch more stuff, but it gets more and more complicated and it's just interesting. Yeah. And then also he's, he's talking to this character who's kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. And that guy's like, but tell them about the cage. And he's like, I can't tell them about the cage. I'll like break their minds. Will you shut up about the damn yeah. cage? I'll tell and, them when and, they're ready. And I'm pretty sure when he uses the cage, he means the panels and the page. He's basically breaking the fourth wall really hard. Oh, okay. And and Galactus is like, I can't, I can't tell them about that. Like, <laughs> he goes, only only people with like that are crazy or 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 have the power of cosmic can perceive this without going insane. You know. That's interesting. Now it's an idea of a, is is would Silver Surfer know? I think he does. Yeah, gotta, he's, he's mentioned it before. All right. All right. So. so, so that's it for us this week. Um, always know we record here at Undercity Comics off of uh, Greenleaf and and Philadelphia in Uptown Whittier. You can tweet us at Procrast Podcast, and you can also um, email us at Podcast Procrastination. This is Isaiah. This is Dan telling you take care. Love you.